Welcome to the Women Living Healthy and On Purpose podcast, where the purpose is to empower women like yourself to become your very own wellness expert so that you can live the life that you desire, a life full of purpose, longevity, and vitality. We deeply believe in the power of community and conversations, gaining insights from influential health experts and wellness strategists all across the collective community who are willing to serve and inspire other women to live healthy and on purpose. This podcast is a space where women can share their stories, their expertise, and feel connected and healthy and heard. We talk about all types of topics, ranging from health and spirituality, holistic and integrative wellness, complementary and alternative therapies, homeopathic remedies, and energy healing. New episodes are released on Mondays and Thursdays with a blend of question and answer episodes and guest appearances. Ladies, are you walking your true purpose? Are you working in your passions? Many times as women, we have this gut feeling that we were made for more. But perhaps along the way, we get a little impatient or perhaps we're just unsure of what purpose actually looks like now in our lives and essentially how we can find our way back to our purposes. And we have more than one and how we can essentially breathe and walk in it every day. So welcome to episode number 13. This is Dr. K, your host, and we are right here on the Women Living Healthy and on Purpose podcast. So today I am very excited. I'm joined with Michelle McKay, and Michelle is a global entrepreneur. She's also an independent consultant, and she's on this journey to impact the lives of women and to help them find their true purpose and also to glow from within. In today's episode, you're going to learn how to create a life filled with purpose and happiness and health and freedom. When we begin to walk in our purpose, then we have more meaning in life, which is an important ingredient for better health and wellness. It's about really nourishing our minds and our body and fueling that with our passions. Finding our purpose and or our purposes is a lifelong pursuit that requires patience and self-compassion. And a big part of this is to rediscover who we truly are, our true essence. When this true nature is realized, then our path and our purpose becomes much more clear. So we're going to go ahead and jump right into today's episode with Michelle McKay. Welcome to the podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Well, thank you so much, Melissa. I am so excited to be here. So thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. And we're excited that you're here. And I am super excited that you're here to talk about this very buzzword of purpose. <laughs> I think that's like on everybody's like mind right now. It's like, what am I? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? How do I find my purpose? And I think that, you know, purpose is something that we're starting to really come into this awareness of, especially after we went through these events of COVID, right? And um, so many people are questioning their own mortality and many people are just now you know wanting something deeper right wanting to find something deeper and so yeah uh, purpose is like this buzzword right now and so I'm, I'm just excited that you're here um, to talk about that today and again I think purpose is just an essential piece to to health and wellness and um, so so Michelle we connected through LinkedIn and um, so I, I really like what you're doing and so you're a nurse and you also hold an MBA and um, you're a global entrepreneur and you're also an independent consultant, correct? Correct. Okay, so you're kind of like on this journey to really impact the lives of women and to help them find their true purpose and their glow within. (laughs) 
So, Michelle, we're going to just go ahead and start today by you just telling us like your story and what purpose means to you, what has brought you to this point of purpose in your life, and how has purpose impacted your life? Absolutely. Well, thank you again, Melissa. And, you know, I want to go back just to um, my career a little bit. At, as a nurse, um, I worked in the NICU in the very beginning. And just to kind of show you or tell you a little bit about my personality, as a new graduate, where I started working in New Orleans, I was told they did not hire new graduates. So I had to sell myself and, and prove to her, why should she hire me? And I said, well, you know, ever since I decided to be a nurse, um, the NICU was my dream. And so that's where I want to be. I don't want to be anywhere else. So would you give me an opportunity to prove myself? You know, I believe I can do anything I put my mind to. And with training, I can do this. So fast forward. Yes, she hired me. <laughs> and I worked in the NICU for several years. So just a little bit about my journey. I went from the NICU. And of course, you said that I had an MBA. I went from the NICU to managing a cancer center. Okay. So that's, that's a big difference. Okay. Mm -hmm. So NICU cancer center, um, actually the, uh, my role model, an executive director of female executive director of the hospital found me on the tennis court. That's another <laughs> passion. Wow. That I want you to run my cancer center. I said, what does a NICU nurse know about a cancer center? So anyway, fast forward that. So, so I do want to say in these, in this journey, I said I would never do cancer care, I would never do hospice, and I would never do direct sales like I'm doing now. Okay, so keep that in mind when I keep my story. So mm -hmm. after the cancer services, um, my husband and I moved to Oxford, Mississippi, where um, I took a job as director of women's services because there was no NICU and there was no cancer center. Okay, so I was over the entire women's services and um, that was for a couple of years. But lo and behold, a little bit further out, um, I was traveling a lot with a medical sales job um, after I left the women's services. And um, I just felt like God had so much more for me. Mm -hmm. And that why am I traveling? Why am I away from my kids? What is it that I really, really, really want to do? Or what does God have for me? You know, I've been serving people my, uh, my whole adult life as a nurse. But I decided I, I was approached by my nephew about starting a hospice agency. So here I said, I would never do hospice, mm -hmm. but I knew how to run the business. Okay. I knew how to run a business may not know that business, but I learned it. You guys, I learned it from the ground up. I went to every physician and basically sold myself and said, if you'll give me the opportunity, I'll treat your family, your patients, just like they're my family. Because when I started my hospice, my own mother was on hospice. Mm. So you talk about, you know, really getting firsthand experience of that. Owned my hospice for 12 years and I was given an opportunity probably five years before that to join this company that I'm a part of now um, and their new venture. So I was being invited to be a founding consultant with this company. So you take hospice care versus skin care. You know, I felt like, you know, I knew that God wanted me to impact lives. Mm -hmm. And I knew that we did with hospice, thousands of lives. So I was like, okay, how am I going to impact lives through skincare? But if you think about it, honestly, 
you know, this real estate right here is very important, especially with first impressions, mm -hmm. you know, our smile, um, what have you. So we have to look good. You know, that makes us feel good, right? Absolutely. So I learned very quickly that, you know, with teens or even adults from the whole spectrum of ages, if we look good, we feel good about mm -hmm. ourselves, right? So that kind of evolved into, okay, Lord, I know now that I have a different impact but what I'm doing now in terms of, you know, hospice, um, skincare, Alzheimer's, because my mother passed away with Alzheimer's. I just lost another family with, member with Alzheimer's. Uh, my purpose is kind of evolving to somehow serve people who are taking care of their family members or loved one that's dealing with that. Because if you guys have ever, if you've ever been touched by that in your family, you know, you lose that person maybe possibly many years before you really lose them with their passing. Right. So I just have, you know, my passions, you know, evolve, you know, yes, I'm passionate about skincare. Yes. I'm passionate about serving people, impacting lives, but I'll, I'm passionate about helping people during that journey with Alzheimer's and possibly hospice. So I'm finding my way, just like a lot of people. But when you ask me about my purpose, Melissa, I just knew there in my gut as a nurse that there was so much more for me, that I knew I had a bigger platform in which to share. And that just became my purpose. I just saw myself somehow speaking to millions of women and maybe, maybe even men just about how to find their purpose. So when you invited me, I was so excited because I felt like, I don't know how many people listen to your podcast. I'm sure a lot, maybe millions, I hope. But you know, that's just my goal because I feel like my own personal experience um, evolved me into my purpose mm -hmm. and, um, and it's continually changing. And so I just encourage everyone listening today that if you don't feel like you have a purpose, really can really think and look back at what you've done in your past or what you're doing now or what you want to do. And you, that will reveal your purpose. A lot of times your passion reveals your purpose, mm -hmm. but I am excited to tell you when you walk in your purpose and when you live and work in your purpose, it is as if you're not working at all because you're working in the passion. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will certainly have to attest to that. <laughs> and so, yes, that's, that's a great story, Michelle. And um, I'm glad that you pointed out this piece right here. And that is that I think what many people fail to realize is that finding our purpose is really a lifelong pursuit, right? And so it takes a lot of patience, you know, to find our purpose. It just doesn't like happen overnight. And I think some people, they tend to pursue their purpose like it has to be, you know, perfect instead of practicing to get yes. to their purpose, right? And right. so, you know, I tell people, women, especially time and time again, you know, sometimes we have to struggle through life to really, yes. really find what that is. And we have many different purposes and they evolve, like you said, and a part of your, you know, uh, story attests to that, you know, that our yes. stories and our purposes, yes. they do evolve and our passions evolve. So 
you know, it's important, ladies, that we have to be patient in the process. And sometimes it takes, you know, going through what some people say, the dark night of the soul, right, to, to figure that out. And um, I think that's why, you know, purpose is such this buzzword right now, because, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people have had to to reevaluate themselves and reevaluate their lives um, as a, you know, result of, of, you know, the circumstances behind COVID. And um, a lot of people have lost, you know, loved ones and lost their jobs. And so it's like reimagining, you know, what direction am I supposed to go through now, you know, go through you know, through and, and who am I now, right? It's like we have to come into a whole new reevaluation of ourselves. And so, you know, along with that, there's some trial and error, right? And so that there's a lot that can be birthed just from, you know, going through our, our trials and tribulations. And so I think it's so important, Michelle, that's why I'm glad that you're here to share your story. And, you know, because we all have stories. I know for me personally, um, it took a while, you know, to really figure out who I was, right? As an individual. I mean, I had a lot of limiting, limiting beliefs and, you know, unhelpful patterns, you know, that really kept me from really fulfilling my, my passions and, and my dreams. And so now like I'm an entrepreneur and I'm an educator and, you know, I don't have to commit myself to, to work that I don't enjoy. Right. I mean, I'm on this road where I'm much more energized because I'm following my purpose and my purpose now, unlike yours, I mean, we're helping other women to come into their purpose as well, you know? Yes. And um, so awesome. Awesome. So how do you think that in terms of our overall health and wellness, how does purpose really help us to evolve in terms of our health and wellness? Well, you know, I mean, and uh, with this being a podcast, you guys don't have any idea of my age, and I'm not going to tell it because I love telling <laughs> that I'm 29 and holding. But I can talk about menopause. You know, I might be at least over 40. But, you know, women, when they get to that stage in life, they're going through hot flashes through, mm-hmm. uh, you know, losing their muscle mass or losing, you know, their what their physique looked like when they were younger, you know, we're just really, you know, dealing with, and with the aging process. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that part of my life evolved into, okay, what's wrong with me? How can I get healthier? How can I be the best person that I can be and truly exhibit my purpose? And so through that process, I learned so much about me and so much about health and wellness and why it was so important, always taking care of myself. But you just think about the seasons of life, how things are different for us. You know, you may not have eaten well as a teenager, but as you get older, then you know that you've got to eat well, you've got to exercise. Um, I say find a passion, find a passion of of a type of exercise that you love so that you can stay in shape and know, you know, that you are healthy. Um, and I say, you know, throughout all these, these trials and challenges in our life, not even just about COVID, you know, within this last year, but all of our lives, we're all going through something that our, that experience grows us. So mm-hmm. I love saying that, you know, as we grow through challenges, then we begin to glow. Within. Absolutely. So, that's why that's kind of my tagline because I feel like you don't see it while you're going through the challenge, but if you can just make yourself determined that I'm going to be positive through that throughout this challenge. And I know I am going to shine on the other side and that you are going to glow within. And that's when you find your purpose, Melissa. I really believe that when, when you do have struggles and do you do have, um, 
questions about your life and, and, my, and aging and things like that. What is my purpose? Because, you know, when I was younger, you hit the nail on the head when you said, we don't always think about our purpose. Mm-hmm. But it seems like these days we do. It's, right. it's, it's, it's one of those buzzwords, like you said. But as I get older and I've had a lot of experiences, that purpose is really deep within. So as you're trying to discover your purpose, I say, you know, just in the, in the challenges that you're in, just really um, think to yourself that, hey, I'm going to be shining on the other side, just like I said. You might not feel it right now, but that purpose will start evolving as you get past, um, as you climb that mountain and you start going back <laughs> down. That's when the purpose shows. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that just having purpose, it makes life so much easier. Right. <laughs> because, I mean, you think about it, when we're not living our purpose, then it's like, I mean, we're just going through day to day just on autopilot. Right. And it seems that our challenges, therefore, become much tougher. Um, life seems less worth living. Right. And um, yes. so we can feel very disconnected and we can feel misaligned because there's something really deep within that's calling out and saying, yes, I, I know. I mean, we all know deep within we have purpose, but I think yes. it's just that we get out of a, a tune with our intuition. Right. And um, really just being in, you know, we feel lost sometimes. So it's about kind of bringing, coming back home to ourselves and, yes. um, and really getting in touch with our, our true essence. And, and, and with that, it just, it makes life so much more, more worth living. And it uh, yeah. just takes away some of the, the, the stress. And like you said, and most importantly, when we look at our, our health and well-being, I mean, there's many studies that show that when we have purpose, when we have that drive of what we you know, a reason why we wake up every morning, <laughs> then uh, naturally that's going to reduce, you know, the, the, the cortisol, the, you know, the fight or flight response that, of course, is causing a lot of our, our health issues, as we know, with chronic illness and a lot of autoimmune diseases. I mean, I talk about that quite a bit on this show, you know, in terms of what stress does. And so, yeah, I mean, having purpose definitely does, um, is very critical in terms of our overall health and well-being in every area of our life, our relationships and everything, right? Um, so what are like some of the common issues in terms of women and our unlimiting beliefs, our inner critic, our unhelpful patterns that we have that are really holding us back from really stepping into our true essence and our true purpose? What are those, what are some of those things that you're seeing in terms of women, especially? I'm glad that you brought that up, Melissa. Um, a couple of years ago, I actually, um, I read a book called Crash the Chatterbox. And it's mm-hmm. by Stephen Furtick. I'm, I'm not promoting that book. I'm just telling you. Right. That it, it addresses every negative belief that you can actually have. Mm-hmm. And of course, it, it, it defeats those limiting beliefs with the word, but, but also within yourself, you've got to believe it within yourself. So those things that, you know, sometimes we might say, well, you know, I'm not worthy to speak to women about their purpose, or I'm not good enough, you know, what, who am I, you know, but the positive part of you says, well, my experiences could help someone, you know, if my challenges that I've walked through in my life could help just one person, then it would be worth it. Mm -hmm. Right. So just like my journey with Alzheimer's or my journey with losing a relationship or my journey of watching you know, people at the end of life, you know what I'm saying? So some of those experiences that I've had, those challenges 
make me more equipped because of my personal experience. Not that I know any more than anyone else, but that my personal experience can speak to other women. So, you know, those limiting beliefs, I used to, you know, there were times where you weren't really sure you even had them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until somebody brought it up, until somebody said, what about those negative thoughts in your mind? And I'm going, what negative thoughts? <laughs> they, were probably, they were probably so deep within me or I was so used to them popping up. So honestly, that book really made me evaluate what were my negative beliefs. And mm-hmm. so when he brought up several, you know, confidence, um, you know, are you worthy? Are you good enough? Um, are you, are you, worried about what people think about you, you know what I'm saying? Those things. And then that truly was a big jump in finding my purpose is when I could get past those limiting beliefs and overcome it with the positive ones and say, you know what, this is my determination. This is my why for doing my business. This is what wakes me up in the morning. I love serving other women. And like I said, if I can help one person overcome what they're going through right now, maybe it's limiting beliefs. I can share my story and say, let me tell you how I got past it. And let me tell you what I say to myself now. And so I just surround myself, you know, with positive words and positive, even my music I listen to. Um, And it's funny because when I'm around my kids that are, you know, in their twenties and they're like, mom, you don't know this song, you know, like a hip hop song or a country song. You don't know this singer. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I listen to something positive all the time. I learned that, you know, I learned that through all my challenges that I have to keep pumping positive things into my mind and into my hearing. You need to hear those words, the verbal words spoken over you. Um, So I just encourage you, if you are caught up in believing some of those negative thoughts and those limiting beliefs, you can start by just turning off the noise of negativity and the news and listening to something positive. And that will help you on that journey of fighting those negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. Good points. Good points. And I think that was probably one of the barriers that really kept me from really um, stepping out into what I'm doing now in terms of being an entrepreneur is just this mindset. I was telling myself a lot of negative things, right? I mean, I was speaking a lot and it's so important what you said about speaking positivity, speaking positive things over ourselves. And I mean, because we get, we're the ones that get in our own way, (laughs) right? And um, so, you know, the reality is, is, you know, that we, we really have to understand that we are what comes in between our purpose and, um, you know, the meaning that, that's right, the mind, you know, and that's why I work a lot with women um, in terms of really trying to, to change their mindset and, but also uh, coming into these embodied practices. But a lot of times we have to just kind of get more deeper within ourselves, connecting more with ourselves, connecting with our mind and our body, um, and just overcoming a lot of the self-doubt, you know, and um, also just kind of having more self-compassion, right? When we think about inner critic, sometimes we have to, to look at the inner critic, maybe, you know, uh, befriend that inner critic, recognizing that that inner critic is there for protection, but then that yet we can put it behind us and say, okay, thank you for being there when I needed you, but I no longer need you anymore, <laughs> right? You know, and, um, but yeah, so yeah, I mean, I think it's very important to just, you know, start to get rid of these internal blocks. And yes. a part of that is just what you said, the inner critic and 
these limiting beliefs, our past traumas, <laughs> negative thinking, you know, yes. a lot of the toxic behaviors and the stories that we tell ourselves. And, yeah. you know, even some of the things that we deal with physiologically, you know, I mean, just physically in terms of illness, um, disease and um, mental illness, like anxiety and depression, right? I mean, a lot of these things can impair how we think about ourselves. And, um, you know, a lot of us kind of lose hope within our, our purpose, because we are so much using so much energy to battle sickness yeah. and illness and, and disease, right? right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I think it's all a part of just, again, getting in touch with, um, ourselves more so and um, and not living someone else's life right I mean or not living the expectation I mean you can speak on this I'm sure like a lot of us women tend to uh, want to pursue passions and, and dreams or even our careers in terms of like what our parents wanted us to be right yeah. like if yes. I don't become this doctor then I'm not fulfilling my purpose you know yeah. I mean what are your thoughts on that I mean are you seeing a lot of that with women too that was that was a great point, Melissa, because, you know, growing up, I always said I was going to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. And then when I got to college, I'd always say that my high school and my, my early education did not prepare me appropriately. <laughs> uh -huh. Maybe that was just, a, maybe that was just a, a cop out. But truly, if I was to be a neonatologist, that would have taken me 12 to 14 years. And I just began to get realistic with myself. I wanted a life, you know, I wanted a life beyond that. But so I accepted the fact that being a nurse might be a stepping stone to being a doctor. But you know what, that time of being, that dream of being a doctor, just, um, I felt like I could fulfill my passion and what I was doing because I was given the opportunity when I worked with a group of doctors um, in the NICU, they gave me an opportunity to go back to medical school and become a doctor and um, a neonatologist and work with them. And so you would think, why? Oh, goodness. Why did you give up that when they were offering to pay for your school and actually offering you a job when you got through? But I was 27 or 28. And I thought, I don't want to spend 14 more years in school, or maybe it would have been less, 10 or 12 by then. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, my parents didn't push me in that way. And I'm thankful for that. They, you know, my mom always said I could do anything I put my mind to. Right. Okay. And so I do think that there are some stories that we tell ourselves that I'm thankful for my upbringing, that I had a positive impact of parents in my life that they told me I could do that. And that, that statement helps me when the limiting beliefs come in my head, I go back and I go, okay, but you know, you might feel this about yourself or you may think you're not good enough, or you might think that you're not educated enough for this topic or what have you, but I can do anything I put my mind to. Mm -hmm. And you can also turn that into scripture, you know? So I believe that at those points in our life, when possibly we have disappointments or expectations, mm -hmm. I think we have to learn to give it ourselves grace right. because I think anybody who wants to start a business or wants to become an entrepreneur or what have you, um, the limiting beliefs could stop you in your tracks, mm -hmm. but also your expectations. Mm -hmm. um, you have to be patient and you have yes. to be, you have to have grace because it takes time. You know, just going back to my story about starting the hospice with no experience. Um, it was, it was being authentic and being transparent with every doctor. I went to every doctor in my service area and I said, look, I'm a nurse I do have a business degree. I know how to run a business, 
but I feel like the greatest education that I can share with you on starting this hospice and you trusting me or interesting me with your patients is that my own mother was on hospice. Mm -hmm. That was the greatest experience I could have gotten. I have the business background. I know I can hire the staff who know more than I do. I'm going to hire people who are much smarter than me. I'm going to hire a doctor that has experience and, you know, we'll work as a team. So I feel like I, I sold myself in that way because I took the chance of being transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have put on a suit and gone, you know, gone out and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I have an MBA and you should you know, use my hospice, you know, what have you, that would not have gone well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. You know, that my education didn't mean anything to them, but my personal experience mm. and my heart to yes. serve, that meant a lot more. So mm-hmm. I feel like when you can be more transparent, even with yourself, um, and especially with others, that's when you really can find your purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And so what you just stated, if I was a woman and I was like going through coaching with you <laughs> and I would ask you the question, well, what does it look like for someone who, you know, just is like walking in their purpose, right? <laughs> so like what you said, it's about being transparent and being confident. Like you really know when someone is like breathing and walking their purpose, they have this sense of confidence, but not cockiness. And they're self-assured. They're able to be transparent, like you said, and they just like they just walk lighter on their feet. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like they speak with conviction, (laughs) but they also know that it's about having grace for oneself. And, um, and so when they're walking, when you're walking in your passion and your purpose, you don't have a problem telling people no, (laughs) right? right. I mean, you don't have a problem. You know how to be assertive because you know that your calling and your purpose is much bigger than what people think about you, you know, and, or that, maybe you are a people pleaser. Like that was my problem. I'm, I, I used to be a people pleaser and I tried to be like nice to everybody. And I really had to get to this point where I really had to learn to be assertive and say no, <laughs> you know? And so that's, that's, that's what it's about. I mean, you really have to get to that point where you are convicted enough to know that my purpose is bigger than anything that I, any limiting belief I can tell myself or anything yes. that anybody else thinks about me. It's, it's about my calling. This is about my destiny. This is about what God has called me to do. Right. Yes. And um, so that, that was my, you know, really my motivation. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do what I've been called to do. I'm not going to waste time, you know, but it, it, it took a little while to get there. Like we've been talking about having patience and, you know, that process has to to come about on its own timing for everyone because we're all different and we're on you know everybody is on their own journey right but I think that when we can get to the point where we really do or are not like questioning or second guessing ourselves then then that's when you kind of know you're in your purpose and it don't matter what anybody else has to say about it (laughs) yeah so um So good. So how can we as women like, okay, so we talked about a lot of these, like internal barriers that we have, like our own mindset, we tend to get in our way, you know, um, between our purpose, it's ourselves that we have to work on. So what are some things that we can do as women that um, to really where we can start walking and breathing our purpose? What are some things that you would want to tell our listeners? 
Well, as you were speaking about, you know, just your personal barriers or possibly other women's barriers, I do want to mention that a lot of times, yes, our brains, our minds, our negative, um, those negative thoughts are sometimes our greatest barrier. But I do want to share and, um, and challenge you that another big barrier that you have to cross is your family or mm. people who are close to you that may say, oh, that's not your deal. I mean, what do you think? How do you think you're going to impact people? I mean, you know, I mean, what experience do you have? Be very cautious, but also be sure in your own, be more confident, I say, in your own self. When those negative words from other people come up, for me, it made me more determined, mm -hmm. made me more determined that I was going to do what I was set out to do, whether that person believed in me or not. It would be wonderful. It'd be a perfect world if everybody around you, you know, were just, oh, I just believe in you. I just think you're going to do great. You know, I do have a lot of people like that, but there's one person in my life that it's a continual negative journey. Mm -hmm. And you know what I had to do? I had to realize that my journey and my passion and my purpose are so important to me that if that person is so close to me and they cannot honor that, mm -hmm. then I have to move past that, that I have to move on with my purpose, move on. It actually made me more determined, more That's motivated. Right. And it strengthened my why. Mm -hmm. Why do I want to do this? Why do I want to serve? Why do I want to impact lives? And it, to me, it, it, it really is legacy. I mm -hmm. want to leave a legacy for my children. I want to be that person that you remember, not just when I pass away that you see my headstone or whatever, but that you remember that I had an impact in your life. Yes. And see, that gets the chills. So, I, you know, mm -hmm. I know that that's my purpose because I, when you discover it like that through challenges and, ex and negative ex experiences, oftentimes, um, you know, that's and right. you will do everything. It's like crime, climbing a mountain. You will do everything in your power to get up that mountain mm. and to get on the other side. Yes. Nothing is going to stop you. Yes. So I just encourage every woman here that may have some outside sources that are telling you, you cannot do this girl. You better, you better mm. step up, yes. step it up, surround yourself with that positive um, that positive words every single day, because that's the only way you're going to get past it. Yes. You've got to, once you hear positive words being spoken over you, then you can speak it over yourself. And then those negative words you hear from other people, you can tune it out. Mm -hmm. You totally tune it out. And, and like I said, just the authenticity and being transparent, being yourself, being mm -hmm. free to be yourself to me, that is the greatest part of being in your purpose. Yes. Yes. Oh, I can feel it too. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, because it's just right on time. Yes, yes. I mean, you're speaking the truth. Yes, ladies, get up. Be authentic with yourself. I mean, yes. surround yourself with positive people who are going to speak positive things in your life, right? I mean, sometimes we have to encourage ourselves if we don't have that. But I mean, it's like the world is constantly trying to convince us that what we see in the mirror is all that we are. And that is so false. We are so much more than just that, right? We're so much more. And that's what we have to come into. But, you know, again, it's a, it's a process. It's a process of, you know, just finding our true selves like we've been, you know, we've been talking about. And um, so 
I think that it's important that we really get clear on what purpose is, because it seems to be that there is some ambiguity, you know, behind what purpose is, because some people equate purpose to being a parent. Some people create, you know, uh, conceive or they conceptualize purpose as just their career. Um, so, you know, success means different things to different people, you know, and maybe you want to speak on that a little bit about, you know, how we can get clear on just what purpose really is for us and, you know, what success means for us too, right? Well, you know, when you say, um, something you just said just made me think about this, you know, when you say, um, um, wealthy and wise, well, you know, Mm -hmm. wealth is so much more than money, Mm -hmm. you know, when you think about wealth, to me, it's health. It's being healthy, it's being blessed in every area and walking in that positive thought that, you know what, I am blessed, Mm -hmm. I am grateful, and that I can get past these negative things. But, you know, your purpose to me is, it to me it evolves from your passion, a little bit from your passion, because if you're walking in your purpose, you are doing what what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so I feel that that is a great... um, I, t- I tell women a lot of times to really, when they're trying to find their purpose, name me some things you're passionate about. Right. Name me what you're passionate about. And, and it's, it's kind of that exercise where you, you ask one question and then when they give you an answer, then you ask them another question. So you're actually leveling down. You're going like five levels deep. Okay. To find out why do you want to possibly do this or do that? And when you start doing that and asking yourself these questions about why you want to do something or what is it you want to do, to me, that's when you can truly find your purpose. But I, I do believe it is related a lot to our passion. We, we may have more than one purpose, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Right. We may have many purposes in life. You know, it's like overall, I want to impact women. So that's a pretty broad purpose. But if I were to really tone it down, you know, Mm -hmm. and just really decide if there's a targeted, um, a targeted group of people that I want to impact. Of course it would be women, but also women who, um, are suffering through, um, through that negativity. That is a part of my passion. I love working with women that have some negative forces around them because I feel like I'm a positive impact or an influence on that person to get past that negativity. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my overall goal is to impact, but if I broke it down, it would be to work with women in this situation where they feel so beat down. They feel so negative about themselves. They have a passion. They have what they think is their purpose, but they, they've got somebody in their life that's telling them they're not good enough. They're mm-hmm. not worth right. And so I think when you really start asking yourself, um, mine really started, Melissa, when I, when I said to you, I, I felt in my gut mm-hmm. that there was something more yes. that God had for me. And I had to move on that. Right. I had to find out what that was. It was kind of like a mission. Right. I was on a mission. I was not stopping until I found it. Um, and y'all, it, it didn't happen overnight. Um, you know, just because I want to impact women doesn't mean that's a broad purpose. You have to really break it down into knowing exactly how you want to serve. So when I define purpose, I think that's exactly it. Is mm-hmm. that how do you, how can you serve other people? And when you do that, your, your purpose will truly come to you through that. Because when you start serving people, you're going to discover your purpose. 
Absolutely. And I think about what you just said in terms of intuition and getting in tune with your higher purpose and your higher essence, your higher self. There are some practices that I know has worked for me and a lot of women that I've worked with to, to really start taking those steps and to, to really implement certain practices. Again, like I said earlier, it's not all about pursuing your purpose, right? I mean, it's about step-by-step doing practices every day to first align with your true self, really getting to know yourself. I mean, that's where it starts. And then we can be more in tune with, you know, hearing from a higher source and connecting with our intuition So practices that I've done like meditation, right? So like Mm -hmm. meditation can really allow us to be more centered, more aware, and it really allows one to to listen to their body. And through our body, we have these energetic systems, these, you know, energy systems that really align with that development of really getting in tune with your higher awakening and your higher self. And, um, And, you know, that really helped me personally really come into knowing what is it that I'm supposed to do now? in my life, right? And other embodied practices like yoga. I mean, these are all mind, body, spiritual type of practices that really does allow one to kind of get in touch with uh, their intuition and their intelligence of their their own body and uh, what their body is telling. Because like you said, listening to your gut, (laughs) right? I mean, we have to get in touch with our gut. I mean, there's, you know, true... Um, you know, science behind that now that, you know, we have, you know, our gut has these neurotransmitters, the gut microbiome, if you, we can get into that conversation too, you know, I mean, but that's all a part of, you know, following our gut. But, I mean, there, there is science behind that as well, you know, that, that we do have a lot of um, intelligence and intuition within ourselves. It's just turning off all this external noise, <laughs> right? And, yes. you know, taking those practices to heart and one day at a time, like you say, it's a, it's a process yes. and it takes time, but uh, we have That's to commit right. ourselves to certain practices in order to come in touch with ourselves is, is basically what I'm trying to say. And, um, and so also connecting with people like yourself, Michelle, right? Coaches and, and mentors. And again, building relationships, telling your story, like we're here telling our stories today, right? I mean, there's so much in just that. Of, you mentioned something about, um, oh, what was it that you mentioned about following your passion? Like when you start to really like the first step of like breaking it down so we can really just start to take some concrete steps. Uh, Yeah, asking yourself, what are my passions? Like when you're just speaking to others, you're sharing your story about your hardships, and maybe you've gone through a period of, you know, the dark night of the soul, whatever, when you begin to talk about those, you know, stories in your challenges and your universities in life, then there is something that comes from that, right? And then that's where we really begin to come into our strength, too, of how we overcame. And a lot of times that does turn into your, your passion. Right. Yeah. And your That's purpose. Right. So That's That's I think so it's um, all a part of just putting things into action, disciplining ourselves and taking responsibility for our own health and, and happiness and joy and purpose yes. and yes. vitality and all of those good things. <laughs> so um, so what, what would be some key takeaways, Michelle, that you want to give our listeners today about purpose and passion and just living our best selves? Yes. I just, you know, one of the things I really want to encourage women, I just feel this in my heart that there are so many women that are fighting battles. It's not just their internal battles, but like I said, it's people around them that um, 
don't believe in them or speak negatively to them. And that causes a barrier. So then you've got double duty, you know, within your own mind, you got to try to overcome all that negativity around you. And you remember the saying that you're the sum of the five people you're closest to. Mm -hmm. You really need to surround yourself with people who have even more excellence than you, more purpose, more passion, you know, because if you, if you hang around people that, that don't have any, <laughs> right. Don't have any, uh, any goals in life, you know, you, you, then you're never going to have a goal. So mm -hmm. I say, you know, if you're really, really, if, if I was at a point where I was like, God, what is my purpose? What, what is it? I would, I would truly surround myself with people, a mentor, a coach, right. I have a coach, I have a mentor. I have positive people in my life surrounding me. Almost every person I've, touch in my life is a positive person. Now, of course, y'all are going to come in contact with people that are negative, whatever, but the people you spend your most time around. Yeah. You can't, uh, you can't un unbirth your family. You know right. what I'm saying? You can't get rid of your family, but people that are negative, you can generally get, um, you know, get past them or get, not get rid of them or get them out of your life. If they're a family member, you can't do that, but you've just got to to me, I think of it as a as another challenge that mm -hmm. I've got to overcome. I've got to learn how to work with that type personality, you know, within myself because they are just different than me. And when that negativity comes out toward me, I have to realize it's not toward me. Right. That it's really something within that person. So once you realize that that's that's not it's really not targeted to you that you can still find something positive in a situation i can still find something positive and something that somebody says negative to me i'm going to turn it around mm -hmm. because you said something about joy to me i started having joy in the midst of the pain mm -hmm. joy mm -hmm. in the midst of the challenge i read this book i can't remember the name of of it but she talked about joy bombs mm -hmm. what gives you joy each day and I'm going to give you just a silly example. I have two Pomeranians. They are precious. You know how when you're a dog lover and they love you, it's like you can do no wrong. You could treat them badly and they're just going to love you, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that gives me joy. That gives me a lot of joy. Seeing my kids walk through the door, you know, smiling and saying, hey, mom, you know, my husband, what have you, you know, playing tennis gives me joy. So I tell people that don't know their purpose yet start thinking of things that bring you joy. Yes. Start thinking of things that you can be grateful for, that you can be thankful for. What are some things that are important in your life? What are, what's important to you in terms of what impression do you want to make at the end of your life? You know what I'm saying? What mm -hmm. legacy do you want to leave? And I think questions like that, like I said, going five levels deep, but really questioning where do I get joy? Where do I get happiness? Where do I where do I find that I can best serve others? And I think that's where you're going to, I know it's where you're going to find your purpose. Yes. Yes. That's good. Good. Anything else you want to add today before we close? You know, I mean, that was like in my, in my heart, I can just feel that there's a lot of women that um, just aren't sure, aren't sure of their purpose. And so therefore they're, they, they just, they stay with the status quo. They just, it, it, like when I talk with a bunch of nurses, they, they've all, that's all they've ever done is nurse. So they don't feel like they can do anything different sometimes, you know, but after COVID, so many nurses are burned out. They have served and served and served to where they're really burned out. Mm -hmm. So when you get to that stage, you really can't even think clearly. 
So I say, if you're burned out, if you're stressed out, we know what that happens, how that affects our bodies. It makes us sick. I've been right. there. You've been there, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Once you get past that stage where the stress makes you so sick, I think that can make you more determined to find your purpose. And that Absolutely. you can really, you, then you can start, you can start blocking all that negativity around you. You get, you get full focus. It's almost like tunnel vision. You are like, is just so focused on what can you do to serve others and what can you do that, that brings you joy in your life. And there is no doubt that you are going to discover your purpose. And I just Mm want to say every single person has a purpose. Yes. There is nobody out there that doesn't have a purpose. And I believe during COVID, you know, when you've seen kids have anxiety and depression and what have you, it's because at that age, they haven't found their purpose or they are still finding their identity but if you can steer somebody in that direction of finding joy, finding thankfulness, finding gratefulness, you know, what are those things that bring you joy in that's going to help you find your purpose? Yes. Great, great, great. Those are all excellent points, Michelle. And I mean, you're right on it. I mean, again, I think it's, it's so important that we connect with other people who are on the same journey, right? And um, who can serve as, as testimonies, right? To really understand how they're living their life with purpose now, <laughs> like right. having that That's vision right. of where I want to be. And sometimes like as coaches and, and mentors that we have to hold that space for other people, you know, for them yes. before they can see it themselves, right? And that is why it's so important what you said about just surrounding yourself with people who can, you know, give you the, their testimony, but also tell you the impact of how their purpose has made in their lives, in every area of their life, and, um, and how they're able to now live intentionally every single day. And, um, yeah. you know, and how it doesn't have to be so complicated. <laughs> I mean, we, we tend to make life so complicated. And uh, we yeah. can just enjoy the simplicity of just waking up one day at a time, like you said, gratitude, having gratitude, yes. um, yeah. just for, you know, being here yes. to have purpose and impact, you know, yeah. that that in itself is so much to be grateful for. And, um, but yeah, I mean, coming into these, these daily practices of just being more intentional, you know, whether that is doing embodied practices, like I said, meditation and, or yoga or exercise movement, all these things are going to lower our stress. And like you said, if we're not in the right mindset, if we're up under all of this stress and overwhelm and anxiety, and then, yeah, we're not thinking clearly. (laughs) So it's hard to define our direction when we have so much of that mental chatter and cloud cloudiness in, you know, in our minds. So, you know, it's, it's a part of, um, we have to reduce a lot of our stress first <laughs> and, uh, and really just begin to come into our true nature, like really spend time. And for me, I had to go to like days of retreats, you know, just yeah. being in mental solitude. And sometimes that's just what it takes, you know, to get a better frame of mind and to really connect with your mind, your body and your spirit. And, um, and that's where you begin to, to really understand yourself more and what direction you need to take. Because again, you know, that voice will, will begin to speak to you when you have clarity. So that's, that's very important. And that's a great point, Melissa, that you said about the solitude. I even did mm-hmm. that as well. I think I took two or three days completely by myself mm-hmm. just to, you know, just to really think about what I wanted in my life yes. and to be 
you know, to have no distractions and to be able to focus on some things that were going on in my life. And I, that's another great point that women, you've got to get some time by yourself Mm -hmm. um, where you can get these distractions out of the way and where you can get um, the negativity um, out of your mind and out of your physical presence. Sometimes if you can get away from that negativity, but lastly is just, again, surrounding yourself with a community of women. I surround myself with more successful women all the time. I'm like, I'm, I just thrive on it. I want to find somebody that's had great success in their life or who's serving others or who's impacting a lot of women. That's who I choose to, to surround myself mm-hmm. with. So a community of women yes. is very important. It's so important now more than ever. I mean, we need yes. each other more than ever. There is such a major shift that's happening in yes. this universe, you know, and I mean, yes. I tell women all the time that we don't have time to waste, <laughs> you, you know? I mean, we really don't because, <laughs> yes, because things are, are evolving. The human nature is evolving where we are shifting out of this, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess what we're shifting into is more of this uh, a feminine type of where, you know, even our healthcare systems are more shifting toward more empathy and, and love and, and kindness and compassion and, and joy. And, and so all of these things are a part of uh, there's a spiritual development that's happening, I think, across the universe. And, you know, some people may think that's too woo woo, but I think that's reality, right? And yeah, things happen in our lives. And I think COVID was a, a major point that it was a wake-up call. And like you yes. said, there is so much wisdom in our pain. There's yes. so much wisdom in our trauma. And so it's just a matter of how we perceive it to be and yes. to take heed to it, to say, okay, yeah, it's time for change. It's time for yes. change in our whole culture, our communities. And so just like, I mean, it's so important that we come together as women yes. and because yes. we are all connected and we affect each other. That's right. Whether we and know we are not. so much better together. Yes. So there's a lot of things we can do on our own, but we are so much better together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Amazing things can happen when women come together. <laughs> a lot of power. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of power in that. And uh, I think we're kind of, you know, understanding that more and more now. <laughs> yeah. yeah for well, sure. this has been great, Michelle. I really appreciate your insight on purpose. And I mean, that's all a part of this podcast is we're living healthy and we're also living on purpose. And so it all ties in together. So I thank you. I thank you so much for being here today. And um, so um, how can listeners get in touch with you? How can they connect with you? Do you have some contacts you would like to leave us with today? Yes, I would love to. I mean, you can email me. Um, I do have a website that I would love to give y'all, but it's in development. And I, I promise I will share it. Um, it is going to be called You Glow Within. So you can oh, go to nice. youglowwithin.com, um, but you'll see that it's under maintenance. You know, okay. It's, it's, so you glow within, and then there's a second one, you glow wellness. Um, I'm on all the social media. You can, most of them, you can find me on you know, Michelle McKay, you know, um, and I do have some business pages, but I think if you contact me either through social media, through messenger, please friend me. My, my name is spelled Michelle with one L. So M-I-C-H-E-L-E and then M-C-C-A-Y. So if you spell it wrong, you're going to have trouble finding me on Facebook. <laughs> but just what I spelled for you, Michelle, with one L and then E-M-C-C-A-Y at me.com is my email. And I promise if you email me with anything, 
anything that I can help you with, I will respond, I promise. I'm, I'm tempted to give you my phone number, but I think the email probably is sufficient, don't you think, Melissa? Or, Absolutely, or, or, yeah, that's fine. Whatever you're comfortable with, that's you're, you're good. That's fine, what you provided already. Thank you, thank you so much. Awesome. Yes, it's been a pleasure to have you, Michelle, and uh, hope to have you back on. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. It was so much fun. And like I said, if, if I can just help one person, that's it. Um, that would thrill me. That would Absolutely. be great. Thank yes. you. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. You take care. Bye-bye. Thank you, ladies, for tuning in with us for episode number 13 right here on the Women Living Healthy and Our Purpose podcast. So today we've talked about just simple ways that you could begin to step into and to breathe your passions every day. And it's all about just coming into a deeper self-knowing of oneself and one's true essence and higher self. It's about removing some of the internal blocks and some of the unhelpful beliefs and limiting beliefs that we as women sometimes have, you know. And it's okay. It's just about having patience and not being too critical of ourselves and just giving ourselves some self-compassion. You know, that goes a long way. And just getting clear about what purpose actually means for us and our state of being in our lives right now. And um, connecting with others really just um, sometimes it requires that of others holding space for us and speaking positivity to our higher selves, speaking that into, you know, holding space for our higher selves. And maybe you perhaps can connect with a coach or a mentor and um, and telling your story. We often, you know, come into our purpose and our passions just from adversities and challenges that we face in life. And so it's about taking one step at a time and putting in these practices, you know, and disciplining ourselves and taking responsibility for our own happiness and health and just being authentic to our trueness, right? And just, you know, putting these things into action and staying close to our purpose each and every day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And again, as always, we appreciate the support for listening in and if this is your first time then go ahead and click subscribe or follow and we also ask that you leave a review so we can make this the best listening experience for you as well we encourage you to join in on our community by visiting designandwellness.com where you can also view the show notes and um, also come on over to facebook we have a private facebook group for women under women living healthy and on purpose podcast so that we can continue our conversations here so also we're going to go to one time a week episodes. So after today's episode, then we will release episodes on Thursdays. So thank you. Thank you for supporting us. And we will connect with you next time. Take care.